live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Everybody, it is 11 o'clock a.m. here on July 25th, year of our Lord. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, where I am, your ever so humbled, God fearing, and God loving host of this show, live from America, live from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. I'm here. My producer, producer Eli, is here. You're all here. Let's get busy, shall we? Bobby Driver's here as well. Rockin' Robbins is here. Mustache 49, She Cat and B Palumbo, Snell and Tina, Heather and JL Jazz, Logan and Barbara Peters, C Ward 1, Dana from New Hampshire, Lowerdy is in the building. How you doing? RMA Apparel. Let's give Holly and family a big shout out. Lisa from Pennsylvania. How you doing? Thank you for joining in today. Denise and Jamie. Thank you for joining in. Frisco is here. Melissa is here. Arrow Pink and Michelle Duss. Gerald is here. How you doing, Gerald? Good to see you, man. Roxy Loves America. Joining in from California, she calls it. We've got Sherry Z in God's hands. Kittenhead. Papa Six. And one more. Let's give it to Reet45. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it on this Tuesday morning here on July 25th. Uh, we got a heck of a show lined up for you, as always. Uh, we got a lot to go through. I hope I don't miss any. Uh, but what I'm going to ask you to do right now, very quickly, is just give us a thumbs up. It's right down below the description of the show. Just give us a thumbs up. That is across all platforms and devices. Also, download the LFA TV app and help us share this out. Whose birthday is it? It's Sly's birthday. It's Sly's birthday. Well, we got to sing happy birthday to Sly before we go to our our morning video, right? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sly. Happy birthday to you. I wonder if that's Sly Stallone. Probably. Right, Eli? Probably. (laughs) Anyway, there's a message from our president, President Donald J. Trump, and a new plan about reshoring production of essential medicines, ladies and gentlemen, President Donald J. Trump. Under crooked Joe Biden, there has been a catastrophic increase in shortages of essential medicines. Last year, new drug shortages were up 
by 30 percent with 295 active drug shortages just by the end of 2022 alone. It's a mess. There is currently a shortage of at least 14 critical cancer drugs in the United States. They just can't get it. And every month of delay, cancer treatment increases the risk of death by at least 10 percent. It's unthinkable that this could be happening in the United States of America in 2023. It is truly unbelievable. We are becoming a third-world country very rapidly. Between our open borders and our bad elections, we are third-world. But even more dangerously, the top producer of critical medicines that we rely on in the United States is a place called China. China produces 95 percent of all ibuprofen, 91 percent of hydrocortisone, 70 percent of all Tylenol, and nearly half of all penicillin. Can you imagine that? This is not just a public health crisis. It's a national security crisis. As part of my plan to obtain total independence from China, we will phase in tariffs and import restrictions to bring back production of all essential medicines to the United States of America, where they belong. I signed an executive order to begin this process in 2020, but Biden has shamefully failed to follow through. He wants it ended. He wants to take care of China. This is a matter of tremendous urgency. American lives are on the line, and it will be one of my top priorities as president. It will also create countless new American jobs. Thank you. And well said, Mr. President. And, and you know what? You don't really have to. I mean, look, Donald Trump is his word is solid gold, right? But you don't really have to take that. Uh, what he says as, as fact, all you have to do is go spend go spend 20 minutes in a pharmacy. Spend 20 minutes in your local pharmacy and tell me in that 20 minutes, A, how long of a line there is, and B, how many people are turned away because the pharmacy doesn't have or doesn't have in stock for some reason something that they've always had in stock before. And if China is manufacturing and owning a majority of the medicines we need, they're hoarding half of the world's food, corn, wheat, rice, and, and they're polluting our water so we can't fish. What's that tell you? Has anybody experienced this in the pharmacy lately? I know I have. I spent a couple days in the pharmacy trying to get um, um, medication for my kids when they were sick, and I watched, I don't know, maybe, maybe in the 10 minutes, 20 minutes that I was there, Maybe a half an hour I was there because I was in line. I saw two or three people get turned away just in the line because they, had, they, don't, they didn't have in stock the stuff that they needed. One lady was like, I have never had this problem. And you know what they said? Well, if you can find another pharmacy that's stocking it, we'll gladly um, ship the request over there. So, you know, it's, uh, you can see the supply chain even in our medicines that, that are being broken down, that are breaking down on us right in front of our very own eyes, and no other candidate is talking about this. You have some other candidates are trying to give you little pieces of little plans, but really their plans are no different than Donald Trump's, and they don't even lay out. They don't even go into depth to what this man is doing. I mean, somebody said in the comment, in the live chat, a man with a plan, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, please do me a favor. I'd like to get to 4,000 live viewers as soon as possible. The faster we get there, the better. 
So if you've not done so yet, I know so many of you do, just please grab the link. Or if you're watching on a uh, Rumble app, just click the share button and share to your, uh, to your social media companies. Somebody said, uh, Ricky said, saw this coming last year. 100% we did. We said there was going to be shortages in medicine. Donald Trump is uh, the man with the plan who's addressing it. So I titled today's show, The Dead Man Was Obama's Friend. That is a breaking piece of news that happened after my show last night that we're going to get to. But another thing that I was thinking about titling today's show is, is how much we're winning the court of public opinion. Folks, the court of public opinion in culture, in the information war, and politically has shifted very quickly over the last 60 days. Can you feel that? Now, I know that there's still attacks coming from the evil one. I know that the left is attacking us every chance they get. I know every time you turn around, there's another trans shooting or another, you know, ridiculous uh, uh, LGBTQ trend that's going on. But in the grand scheme of things, have you felt the shifting of the culture war and of the information war and of the court of public opinion? I have. And that is why this stuff is necessary. Before we get into our prayer uh, of the day and get into the first and foremost section. Thank you, Arthur. God bless you, sir. I want to show you how uh, fed up the media is, and I can't wait until they start all just over-talking Mean Jean, Corrine Pierre, and not letting her finish a sentence because they don't want to hear her lies. But I want to show you, look at the look on, on, on this reporter's face as she's talking to Mean Jean, Corrine Pierre, and uh, they're getting sick of it. The court of public opinion is changing. Never in business with his son. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. Curious if the White House. There you and go. The president- I've been asked this question a million times. She asks. Uh, apparently, I was only getting it out of one ear, so maybe some people didn't hear it. She said, "We're curious." I want you to look at the look on. Go back. Look at the look on her face. Look at the look on her face. She said, "I'm curious. Is there any?" Any more comment on the president's business dealing with his sons? And, and Mean Gene Kareen says, I've been asked this question a million times and the story doesn't change. The president still uh, says that he has, has had no business dealings with his son. Well, he has. And there's no, you can't say that. You just can't say that. Read Arthur's donation. We gave up on my Topral heart meds. Had, had them sent from the Philippines 30 days of U.S. med costs $172. In Philippines, cost us $7.80. We ordered a year of pills. Amazing. You got to take it upon yourself to do that nowadays. Look at what the price of uh, insulin did from President Trump to when Biden took over. Remember when President Trump took the price of insulin to almost nothing? And then as soon as Biden came back, within a day, it was right back up there again. But getting back to this, getting back to the look on their face, and, and she, she'll just sit there and lie to the American public. And that is why we ask for so many shares. Because we need the people to see, wait a minute, wasn't there just testimony from an IRS whistleblower and FBI whistleblowers that says something to the contrary? It's exactly right. We're waking them up piece by piece. Let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. This morning's verse of the day comes from Zechariah. And here's what I wrote. You are a very special individual. And if you watch Rise Up, you'd know that. And you are needed for the here and the now. And I think you know that deep down inside. You see that when you look in the mirror and you feel it when you watch the world around you descend into darkness. And that is what I titled today's verse of the day, the day of darkness. Verse of the day, Zechariah 14, 3 through 7. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations. 
as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day, talking about Jesus, in that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives. So if you wanted to know where Jesus will physically be on the day of the Lord, that's where it's going to be. Which faces Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a large valley. Half of the mountain shall move to the north and half toward the south. Then you shall flee through my mountain valley. Very reminiscent of Moses parting the Red Sea, right? For the mountain valley shall reach Azel. Now, Azel is about three miles from the Mount of Olives. So that means that the Lord is going to split that in two on the day of darkness for you to safely travel, for his people to safely travel. Pretty incredible. You shall flee as you fled the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. Thus the Lord, may God, thus the Lord my God will come and all the saints with you. It shall come to pass in that day that there will be no light. The lights will diminish. It shall be one day which is known to the Lord, neither day nor night. But at evening time it shall happen that it will be light. Amazing. Do you want to know where Jesus will physically be on the day, the lore of the Lord, once he touches down here on earth? Well, the Bible tells us his feet will be standing on the Mount of Olives. On that day, the world will fall into utter darkness. The army of God fights against the evil nations while King Jesus opened up mountains like Moses, parting the Red Sea for the saved and the righteous people to escape the wrath administered upon these sinful people. The distance between the Mount of Olives and the place called Azel is about three miles long, and it is in a direct straight line route to Bethlehem as well. Now, this day of darkness will be horrifying for most of the people here on this planet. We will see the earth become dark while this happens, but it will only last one day. We have been speaking a lot lately of the day of the Lord, and I wasn't really sure why, but I've been letting the Holy Spirit literally take over for me when we do rise up. And I've also been hearing a lot of people all over the world have been having dreams and visions of the rapture lately. Is this something actually getting ready to happen in our lifetimes that could be the second coming? Possibly. We don't know, and neither does the sun. But God tells us to always be ready. Don't be getting ready. So that is what I plan on doing. And in, and in doing so, living in joy and peace in the process. In Jesus' name, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you all for your massive shares yesterday. Last night's show has almost 100,000 views. Think of it. Last night's show has almost 100,000 views. Now, a lot of that had to do with Rumble putting us on the front page and featuring us, but they don't do that unless you guys reach a massive amount of shares. So if we can get 3,500 people to share right now, we'll keep seeing that continue, and the truth will be spread. First and foremost section, lift up your cups or lift up your field of greens. I choose field of greens. 
and let's have our first slurp and our first and foremost section of the day will be met with you ladies and gentlemen with a little bit of breaking news right here from LFA. All right, some breaking news that happened after my show last night as we reported on the dead body found at the Martha's Vineyard residence of the Barack Hussein Obama household that him and Michael share with their two adopted daughters. Uh, There was a dead body found. A dead body found drowned at the bottom of the... uh, at the bottom of the floor of, uh, of a body of water, which is really weird because the man was an expert swimmer. And then we find out, no, no, he wasn't just a man. He was the personal chef and very close friend of Michael and Barack Hussein Obama. Now, yesterday I said, this is very odd. I said, this is very odd. There's a pond on the property. And this man is an expert swimmer. He's an expert paddle, a paddler, a, a paddle paddler, a boat paddler. And he's found dead at the bottom of this pond. He was their personal chef. He was probably their three-way lover. I mean, that's just my assumption. And he was a very close friend of the Obamas. And he was found dead. And the Obamas just happened to not be there. I wonder what he knew. Because there is no possible way. That this man, who was a close personal friend, the personal chef of the Obamas, did not have something to do with them on a even more personal level, like the bedroom. It's what it sounds like to me anyway, folks. But let's get into this. The body of the 45-year-old paddleboarder was found in a pond on Obama's Martha's Vineyard mansion on Sunday night, which the 911 call came from the Obama residence. Well, isn't that weird? Here's this man right here. Now, the Chicago Sun-Times identified the victim as Obama's personal chef, Tafari Campbell. Pretty amazing so far, right? Now, in the statement, the Obamas said of one of the top chefs in the White House kitchen, quote, Tafari was beloved part of our family. When we first met him, he was a talented sous chef at the White House, creative and passionate about the food and its ability to bring people together. In the years that followed, we got to know him as a warm, fun, extraordinarily kind person who made all of our lives a little brighter, said the Obamas. Continuing on, quote, that is why when we were getting ready to leave the White House, we asked Tafari to stay with us. And he generously agreed. He's been part of our lives ever since. And our hearts are forever broken that he is gone. How many of you buy that? How many of you think that this man was not either involved in some kind of a three-way love triangle between gay Barack Obama and his gay partner Michael? Or... This man knew something that he shouldn't know, saw something that he shouldn't have saw, heard something that his little ears should not have heard, and now he's dead. The end. Now, apparently the Obamas were not home at the time. Of course not, right? Alibis and all. 
But I find it a little bit suspicious, especially since the 911 call came from inside the Barack Hussein Obama residence late on Sunday night. My question is, let's see. I think I have. Oh, I think I do have it. Let's listen in. Control to Edgerton Fire, Water Rescue Personnel, Echo 90 and Echo Unit. Respond to 79, 79 Turkey Land Cove for a 40-year-old male possible drowning. It's control to Edgerton Fire, Water Rescue Personnel, Echo 90 and Echo Unit. Respond to number 79, 79 Turkey Land Cove Road for a 40-year-old male possible drowning. Unit acknowledge. All right. So that was the that was the that was the uh, the dispatch response. My question is, who called the 911 call in? All as it says is officers were dispatched to the residence for a possible drowning of an African-American man. It does not say who called it in. Now, I would assume it's some groundskeeper, some security, maybe even the Secret Service. But I'd like to know the rest of the story. Who called it in? I also want to know where the Obamas were. And what is the last conversation or meeting or correspondence that the Obamas and this man had? Now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please let me show you how great of a swimmer this man is. Not only is he a chef, but he's an expert swimmer and paddleboarder. There he is, swimming like Aquaman. Couldn't swim there, though, in a pond, huh? I mean, swimming like Aquaman. Looked like he's a merman. Like he got, like he got no legs. Like he got a, like he got fins. Expert swimmer. Not only an expert swimmer, such an expert swimmer that he actually recorded his times and his strokes. Would you look at that? So, ladies and gentlemen, how does an expert swimmer close to the Obamas who records his time, spends his time swimming and paddle boarding and whatever else in the world. How does that man just end up drowning? It's one of those age-old weird questions, isn't it? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we just approached 3,900 people watching. Our goal was to reach 4,000 by 1130. So let's keep that going. I want to thank you very much. And I... I'm under the assumption, not of the statement so much as a factual statement, but if you ask me to look at it, there's something nefarious and something fishy going on here, and something smells fishy in the water. Just saying. Moving on. Donald Trump may be indicted for the third time today. In Jack Smith's January 6th investigation. And this was reported last night by CBS and also by our friend Christina Layla, who is always on top of the news. Just in time to distract from Joe Biden's bribery play to pay screen, uh, scheme and crimes, special counsel Jack Smith may indict Donald Trump as early as today in this January 6th investigation. Last Tuesday morning, we know that President Trump put out the uh, statement deranged Jack Smith, 
notified me at the end of the TPUSA conference that we might be indicted in a new uh, January 6th investigation. And of course, this came as a leak, ladies and gentlemen, to the New York Times. And these leaks are felonies, by the way, that should be prosecuted immediately. Do we have any idea who leaked the Supreme Court uh, Dobbs decision? Oh, yeah, we still don't know that, do we? Do we have any idea who the pipe uh, bomber was on January 6th? 2021? Yeah, we still don't know that one, do we? Do we have any idea of how much of a Fed Ray Epps is? No, we don't have that. Do we have the 14,000 hours of footage at the Capitol? No, we don't have access to that. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, we know every person who was a Trump voter in and around D.C. on January 6th, and we've made sure that the FBI has visited each and every one of their homes. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this might happen as of today. Um, I think I have, yeah, I think this, I think this, uh, I have the video of the CBS reporting this, actually. Um, I didn't think I actually had the video. I only had the story, but it looks like I have now found the video attached with it. So let's go ahead and play that now if we can. This is the ongoing legal trouble for former President Donald Trump. It is a Monday. Remind us where things may head this week in the myriad cases facing him. If there's going to be an indictment here in Washington, D.C. on the special counsel's January 6th investigation, it could come as early as tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, when the grand jury is here in the courthouse. The January 6th grand jury tends to meet on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Ed, and the magistrate judge tends to sit at 1 p.m. Eastern time to hear his or her caseload. That's the soonest it could happen, but there's certainly no date on the calendar that's a date certain. There's no indictment that is certain. All we can say is the target letter that Trump acknowledged and announced and that we have confirmed is an indication to federal prosecution is likely, if not imminent. You want to measure this by days and weeks, not by months and years. Why don't you measure it by wins and losses, you stupid loser? Why don't you measure that, CBS? Just saying, if you're going to measure things, and we already know Donald Trump has bigger hands than Marco Rubio, <laughs> we might as well measure wins and losses too, losers. I'm a loser. I'm just saying if we're going to be fair, right? I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Now, getting into, um, getting into indictments, subpoenas, and, and testimonies, um, we found out last night as well uh, at about 10.42 p.m. that the Department of Justice will also now allow, oh, thank you, we the people demand something and you get to allow it. That shouldn't be happening. But anyway... Headline of the day is the DOJ will uh, allow U.S. Attorney David Weiss to testify to Congress about the IRS whistleblower allegations of the Hunter Biden cover-up. Now, I'm sure they've already gone through the dog and pony show with him. They've told him what stuff to punt, what stuff to ignore, what stuff to say, well, this is an ongoing investigation, I can't talk about it. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Let's get it on the record. Biden's Justice Department will allow U.S. David, uh, U.S. Attorney David Weiss to testify to Congress about the whistleblower allegations. Quote, the department is ready to offer U.S. is ready to offer. Isn't that nice? To offer U.S. Attorney David Weiss to testify shortly after Congress returns from the August district work period. Read the letter to the House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, who seems to have lost his backbone quite a bit lately. The DOJ believes in uh, it is strongly in the public interest for the American people and for Congress to hear directly from U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Yeah, I'm sure you did because you didn't think so two weeks ago, right? 
on the assertions and the questions about his authority at the public hearing. Yeah, because he's just going to come in and lie. He's just going to come in and lie about it. Now, we got more on this last night on, Gra- on uh, Grant Stitchfield's show uh, with uh, John Solomon. Let's go ahead and play this right ago, now. The Justice Department is, has confirmed that it will allow U.S. Attorney David Weiss, a Delaware U.S. attorney who's been overseeing the Hunter Biden tax case, to testify and address some of the questions that the IRS whistleblowers have raised about political interference and the inability of David Weiss to get the sort of charges allegedly he wanted to bring against Hunter Biden, more serious charges than the two tax misdemeanors that Hunter Biden is going to appear in court for on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, remember that Hunter Biden is supposed to appear in court for that tomorrow, I believe. I believe it's tomorrow. And I have a story here. I actually don't know why. Maybe I should have put the story sooner. Um, But Marco Polo, you guys have heard me talk about that group before Marco Polo, right? They've actually penned a request. They've penned a letter and request to the judge in that case to not, I repeat, to not accept that plea deal. To not accept that plea deal. Let's get into this real quick. Um, former Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani joined the nonprofit research group Marco Polo uh, in a letter urging the judge overseeing the Hunter Biden tax evasion case to reject the plea deal that the Justice Department offered, especially since we have this testimony under oath on record that it's all that it is that it was all um, that it was all wrong and that should have never that that was not the, those were not the charges that were offered up, and this was definitely an involvement of the DOJ, uh, an interference of the DOJ at the highest level. The first son is set to appear before federal judge Marilyn Noriega, a Trump-appointed judge, tomorrow in Delaware. Now, Noriega has been facing growing pressure to reject the plea deal. Hold on. To reject the plea deal that would allow Hunter Biden to avoid prison time by pleading guilty to the two misdemeanor tax charges, admitting to a gun charge that may be dismissed. Now, Marco Polo is known for publishing nearly 10,000 photos from the first son's laptop online. Remember I showed that to you? That is the group that has penned this request. Prosecutorial misconduct and numeral inappropriate and likely illegal acts played the Biden investigation in addition to allegations of threats made by Biden counsel to prosecutors, the group claims. Well, you don't have to claim it because it's truth. We know it. It's under it's on testimony. It's on record. And the FBI's document 1023 shows that. So, ladies and gentlemen. It shows how well, at least it shows how much the Biden administration is abusing their power. And then that can back up all of the testimony that this was uh, should have been felony charges, should have been he should have been in prison, X, Y, Z. So, you know, pray for that. Pray for that Trump appointed judge, Marilyn Noriega, to do the right thing and uh, to to judge based on our Constitution and our rule of law. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our first sponsor of the day, which you've already seen me enjoying this morning, and that is Field of Greens, fieldofgreens.com. Folks, there are numerous products from fieldofgreens.com that I would love to promote. They have uh, explicit products just for weight loss that is all natural and organic as well. Field of Greens is not just for weight loss. Let me say that again. Field of Greens is not just for weight loss. Field of Greens is something that you should make part of your everyday diet, not for weight loss, but for healthiness and purification. 
each and every single vegetable or fruit that was chosen to be in Field of Greens, to be ground up into a powder, and to be given to you at such an ease as just pouring water on it, was medically and scientifically selected to make sure that your body operates on 100% efficiency. And in order to do that, it's got to get rid of the toxins that you're putting in your body on a daily basis. So that is what its job is. Now, by doing that, weight loss just happens to be one of the benefits of Field of Greens. But without this, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where my health would be right now. I really don't. Because when I decided to start getting healthier, Field of Greens was part of that decision. So was exercise daily. And so was, you know, not eating after a certain mo- um, time at night, fasting weekly when I can for a day at a time. But if it wasn't for Field of Greens, folks, my dry skin would have never went away. My just my feeling of just on point would have never, ever come. So fieldofgreens.com. And if it's your first time ordering, use promo code LFA at time of checkout for 15 Percent off, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Now, if you want 50, not 15, percent off, well, ladies and gentlemen, for three more days, CB Distillery is running a 50% off discount for LFA family members if you use the promo code RUMBLE. Normally, your promo code is LFA, but if you use the promo code RUMBLE from now until the 28th, whether it be for stuff for yourself, for your family members, for your mom, your dad, for your neighbors, for the elderly that you have in your home, or for your pets, CB Distillery, 50% off for the next three days using promo code RUMBLE at cbdistillery.com. Boom. AV says, I no longer crave sweets since using FOG. I know, you're, fill, you're, you're filled to the brim. Folks, we've got 4,200 people watching. God bless each and every one of you. If you're new to the stream right now, please make sure that you like the video. And if you're new to the channel, subscribe to LFA TV as we have 9, 10, 11, now 12 hours of amazing content here. Moving on. Zelensky's associate. There was a Zelensky associate, meaning an associate that works for Zelensky now. Yesterday... We found out that these Biden bribery meetings absolutely happened and that the informant that said that they happened was also uh, verified by being in that city at that time to corroborate those stories. We now know that a Zelensky associate that works for Zelensky right now was also in those uh, meetings, in that room, in those meetings that is also can um, that we can find out because of the, uh, the the informant's testimony. We know that these Z- this guy who works for Zelensky was in those meetings at the same time, but he now works full time for Zelensky to make sure that they uh, keep the bribery of the Biden scheme going. Check this out. This was on uh, Jesse Waters' show last night. Again, I don't watch Fox. But this was attached to a news article, so I figured I'd show it now. Roll it. The walls are closing in. Um, first, you had the bank records that show that the money was being transferred. Now you have the testimony of business partners. Devin Archer is one. There are going to be others. And other than Joe Biden himself, Devin Archer is Hunter Biden's most important business partner. Uh, when Joe, sorry, when Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board, Devin Archer got a seat on the board as well. Uh, when Hunter Biden got that sweetheart deal with that 
that Chinese private equity fund and got put on the board. Devin Archer got the same slot. So he knows where everything is. And it's going to be very, very hard for the Democrats on this committee to do what they did with the whistleblowers, which is argue Joe Biden played no role. The evidence is there and their defenses keep shifting. Uh, and I think Joe Biden is in serious trouble. He's going to have to be able to put Joe Biden on phone calls in meetings. He's going to have to talk about what people knew and when they knew it. What does it tell you now the White House is changing their defense strategy? It's no longer Joe didn't talk about business is now Joe wasn't in business. <laughs> yeah, we've been at it this since 2018. They initially said there were no foreign deals. Then they shifted and said there were there might have been foreign deals, but the Bidens made no money. Then it became Joe Biden didn't know about any of the deals. Then it became Joe Biden didn't participate in any of the deals. And now it's that he was not in business with his son. Look, the implications for this are huge, Jesse. If you look at that 1023 form that the FBI released, if that document is true. That document reveals that one of the people that was at those meetings that heard the conversations about bribing the Bidens worked for President Zelensky. Who really wants to believe if that meeting took place and that document is accurate, that that individual did not go and report to President Zelensky what he heard? And again, if that document is true, who wants to believe that President Zelensky and his administration have not used that as leverage over Joe Biden when it comes to negotiations on Ukraine policy? Uh, we may all have to start learning the Ukrainian word for compromise, yeah. uh, because this is a very clear indication of how this has shaped this administration's policy towards Ukraine and also towards China. And ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, this is why Zelensky has a blank check with Biden. This is why somehow Zelensky does not have to go to Congress, or I should say Biden does not have to go to Congress to get money for Zelensky. Biden just keeps saying, oh, we're going to give it to him out of this. Oh, we're going to give it to him out of this. Oh, it was set aside. Oh, it was earmarked. Oh, we forgot. Oh, it was an error. Oh, it was an accounting error. When Zelensky calls in a favor, it must be adhered to or else all of this stuff that we're finding out now will even be more verified by the people who are in on it over there. And we can't lock them up, can we? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've had people in the uh, chat say that uh, it's only on select items they've noticed on CB Distillery. So that's my fault. I thought it was on all items. Apparently, it's only on select items. I will get that list of items for you uh, by tonight's show. Okay? P uh, apologize for that. Now, again, we also found out last night after the 5 p.m. show who is buying Hunter, Bar Hunter Biden's crackhead, ridiculously dumb art. We knew that it was a money laundering scheme. All you had to do was follow the money. And when this, these investigations started happening, we started following the money of Hunter Biden's art dealings. And lo and behold, we now... Thank you for all for the $2 Tuesday train on Rumble Rants. God bless you and thank you all. God bless you and thank you all. I really appreciate it. Now we know who's buying Hunter Biden's, ter Hunter Biden's terrible art. And it just so happens to be it was a mega Democrat donor whose father was appointed to a prestigious board. Let's get into this. First son, Hunter Biden, reportedly sold his artwork to a prominent Democrat donor. Of course he did. Whom his father appointed to a prestigious commission, as reported by a business insider. Some of the first son's art has featured in the 
George's Burgess Gallery in Soho with some pieces listing for as much as $85,000. Amid controversy over the art sales, Hunter Biden's team stated that it had created a process to vet buyers and that the identities of the prospective purchasers were known only to the art gallery. Citing three people directly familiar with the matter, Insider reported that the first son ultimately did learn the names of two of his buyers, one of whom is Eliza, excuse me, Elizabeth Hirsch Neftali, whom Biden tapped to serve on the Commission for Preservation of America's Heritage Abroad. Look at those pay-for-play schemes. Naftali, the outlet reported, gave 13414 to the Biden campaign and $29,700 to the Democrat National Committee, uh, National Committee in 2023. The timing of Naftali's purchase of Hunter's art remains unknown, and the outlet did not name the second buyer <coughs> whose identity Hunter allegedly did learn. So we know that mega Democrat donors are funneling money to Democrat individuals to enrich them and line their pockets because they have campaign donation caps. And this is a one way to launder money. Get this guy high, let him paint some ridiculously bad art, and then boom, you get $30,000, dollars $85,000 per piece of art. And if you follow the money, you get to the crime. Thank you very much. Look at all the $2 trains coming on. You guys, thank you so much. And Eli thanks you as well because Eli knows that his salary actually relies on this. 4,278 people watching. Thank you very much. God bless you. Now, here's a list of all the people that have been able to corroborate all of the Biden crime family uh, crimes that we've been reporting on for the last two years. And you tell me, thank you, Lightbringer. I love you too. Thank you for loving the show. I really appreciate it. You tell me who you believe. Do you believe Merrick Gardenome Garland, Joe Biden, Christopher Ray, and uh, the alphabet agencies? Or do you believe Tony Bobolinsky, IRS whistleblowers who we've heard from this week, multiple FBI whistleblowers, whom, by the way, tomorrow, Ryan Matta, on Matta Fact at 2 p.m., Ryan has the FBI whistleblowers coming on his show over the next few weeks, starting on Wednesday. Ryan has whistleblowers coming that nobody's ever even heard from, LFA TV exclusives, coming up on Matta Fact starting on Wednesday. You're not going to want to miss it. Confidential human sources, Burisma head, Makola Slachevsky, the, uh, again, the FBI whistleblowers, Banks, Devin Archer, who's coming up, by the way. You're going to believe them or are you going to believe Joe Biden, the current FBI, the current DOJ, the current U.S. attorneys? Which one have given you more cause to believe them in the recent past? You don't have to let, oh, you just listen to Jeremy bump his gums and you guys do whatever he says. No, they don't. I'm giving this audience a clear choice based on evidence and facts on who they believe. And this is what the mainstream media should do too. Now, I agree. You can, I'm biased. I'm totally biased to Donald Trump. 
I'm totally biased towards a conservative Christian way of life. But that doesn't mean that I won't report facts. And when there's somebody on our side that does something wrong, you can darn well believe that we're going to call them out here too. And the LFA family knows that, don't you guys? Like I said, you can be biased and still report the truth. As long as you are able to, uh, you know, have your ego knocked down a couple notches once in a while. That's right. We keep it real. That's, his, that's it. We keep it real. I tend to believe all them. Now, Kevin McCarthy stands in the way of all of it. He could start impeachment processes or uh, procedures on everybody right now and drag them through the court of public opinion even more. Even though there's no chance it'll pass the Senate, it doesn't matter. We've been saying that for two years. It's about dragging them through the mud, but not with misinformation, with facts and truth like we've been doing. So Sean Hannity actually asked Kevin McCarthy about this last night, apparently. I got the clip anyway. And watch Kevin McCarthy weasel and squirm his way. He just has no guts, no glory. If we are talking about millions of dollars coming from our top geopolitical foes and that the Biden family has been corrupted and, and took in all of this money and he was complicit in that, wouldn't that... Wouldn't that wouldn't that mean that we have a criminal enterprise as president of the United States that had to be on every level compromised by countries that are not particularly fond of us? Well, it's interesting that the Biden family runs, if they say, a company but never had an office and shell companies to be able to pay through. But if they really ran it for foreign countries, why didn't you get money from France, from Germany, from UK? Why does it? All right, first of all, first of all, I don't want to hear a question there was actually a good question by Sean Hannity, first one he's had in a while, I think. I don't want to hear a question answered with some lame, ridiculous, weak-spined answer of, well, what we really got to ask. I mean, look at him. I mean, how stupid does he look right there? How absolutely stupid does I'm he look right loser. there? He is. He's an absolute I'm loser. loser. Yep. And I'm not what I appear to be. Dumb award of the day, Kevin McCarthy, who could have all of this. He could have the J6ers out tomorrow if he wanted as well. He could. Oh, what the real question, what we really want to be at. Look at that dumbfounded look on that loser's face. What a weak individual. What a weak individual. Ladies and gentlemen, a guy that I follow on, um, on social media, I think you need to see this as well. He did, he did this better than I could do. The wrap-up from the 5,000-foot overview of everything we know to date about the Biden crime family. Roll it. Get this straight. The FBI was withholding from congressional oversight a document showing that during the Obama administration, Biden accepted a $10 million bribe through his son Hunter to force the firing of a Ukrainian prosecutor that was investigating corruption, an event that Donald Trump looked into, sparking the first impeachment and forcing the arming of Ukraine, in turn setting the stage for the current war against Russia. Evidence of the bribe was also in Hunter Biden's laptop, which the FBI also had, but that they swore was Russian disinformation and infiltrated social media to censor during the 2020 campaign. All while the FBI investigates Trump for having classified documents, despite the FBI admittedly letting Hillary Clinton off for a similar charge in 2016 when they were simultaneously launching the Russiagate investigation into Donald Trump using falsified evidence provided by the Clinton campaign. Do I have that all straight? 
You do. You have that all straight, just perfectly. Follow Mad Max World TV to get more of that gentleman right there. I could not, I could not have summarized that in a better way. I could not have summarized that in a better way. That's pretty much what we're dealing with. That's pretty much what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. What a great summary. What an amazing summary. All right, folks, let's go to our next sponsor of the day, and that sponsor is the one, the only, been here for so long, Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen. Again, we're talking about Ukraine. We're talking about an endless budget, a blank check. We have got to protect our own. We've got to protect our own. Check out this five-star rating. Being a first-time precious metal buyer, I'm very satisfied with the process and outcome of my experience with Gold Co. My precious metal specialist was a great help in understanding how everything was to, has to, or was to work and satisfied all of my questions and more. I will definitely be back again. Most people have no idea that they'd even qualify or this might even be a direction that they would want to go. But they do know that they've lost everything that they've saved for for a long time. So whether you want to get coins that are already in, uh, bullion coins that are already out uh, in existence right now, or whether you want actual bars that you can actually print your own family crest on and pass down without getting taxed, that's how wealth stays in families. Someday maybe I'll know about that. I doubt it though. Goldcode.com slash live. Goldcode.com slash live or 855 559 3433 today. Secure your nest egg. Secure your retirement. Stop giving our money to Ukraine. Amen? All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. The Biden regime, not Biden himself, because I, like I said, the guy doesn't know which way he's walking, but the Biden regime has now created a new permanent office of pandemic preparedness and response policy, laying the foundation for a, a new round of medical martial Law Last week on Friday, July 21st, the Biden administration quietly announced the creation of a new pandemic permanent office within the White House called the Office of Pandemic Preparedness and Response Policy, or acronymed OPPR. You down with OPPR? Nope. Joe Biden is named a military man, retired Air Force Major General Paul Fredericks to head up the new office. Why now, you might ask? Why now, when Joe Biden himself got rid of the pandemic emergency? Well, we know why now, because of what the WHO plans on doing next year, which Michelle Bachman has been blowing the trumpet on very loudly, and I do commend her for that. Why do you think this is happening now? I'll tell you why. Ladies and gentlemen, as of this morning, 7.15 a.m., mers COVID cases are reported in the UAE, the United Arab Emirates, which just by... Just a little weirdly, that is where the new Abrahamic House of Faiths is located. And the WHO is reportedly continuing to monitor the situation. The United Arab Emirates reported confirmed cases of what they're calling the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus, MERS-CoV, in a 28-year-old male first from, an, from Al Ain City, according to a statement by the World Health Organization yesterday. Huh. Huh. Let's go to the Rumble chat. Because I'm going to tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, it is never happening again on this, on this uh, United States of America soil. I can tell you that right now. We are not allowing that or even climate lockdowns to happen. Bullets will start leaving chambers. 
I can tell you that right now. Another round of pandemics. LFA producer says 1,260 rumbles. Let's go, go, go. Here they go again. Well, of course, they, of course they're going to try it. Look, they cannot win through the mail-in ballots anymore. It's just not possible. Jeremy, are you not fond of Michelle Bachman? That's my answer. <laughs> Thank you, Arthur. God bless you, man. Did not comply the first time, says Michelle. Will not comply the second time. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, um, also, Governor Ron DeSantis involved in a car crash. Don't worry. He's not hurt. We don't want him to be hurt. But, uh, yeah, we got this reported. Uh, let's see here. I got a video for it. Probably, probably better to just play the video uh, rather than to read the whole uh, police report for you. Go to that video now. <clears throat> Involved in a car accident, his press secretary announcing in a statement this morning the governor was in a car accident while traveling to an event in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He and his team are uninjured. We appreciate the prayers and well wishes of the nation for his continued protection while on the campaign trail. We will monitor this developing story and bring you any updates. Well, we pray that he's not hurt, right? Um, he's stupid, but he's not hurt. Florida governor was uninjured, and for that, we say, thank you, God. Amen. Later, it says, wow, 60,900 followers. Quite a jump. We are growing, growing, growing. When we started LFA TV, just going from live from America to LFA TV, we had 27,000 followers. 27,000. And now we push in 61,000. Truly incredible. Truly incredible. Uh, so, yeah, we do pray for, for Governor Ron DeSantis. Um, and as his, as, as his campaign continues to dwindle, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're glad that he's safe. At least that. Now, I've got a very special video that's going to warm your heart to end the show today. Before we get into two hours of Kevin Smith filling in for Mike Crispy and uh, Unafraid. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, before we do that, We got the LFA TV shirts available, folks. We finally got them. Now, we have the sleeveless, suns out, guns out, summer t-shirts that say LFA TV. Check this out. We'll go there now. Check that out. It says LFA TV, live from America, on the front. And on the back, like the old school uh, tour dates, right? There we go, like the old school tour dates. We've got the names of each show. Let's see if I can... uh, Enlarge this. There we go. See, we got the names of each show. Now, we did this before we brought on uh, Drew Hernandez and Based America. But if you want to show off your favorite news network, we have regular T-shirts and we have the Suns Out, Guns Out T-shirts. Make sure you guys check that out today and shop with the LFATV.us store. And while you're at it, do not forget to shop on MyPillow.com using promo code LFA, ladies and gentlemen. There's the great Mike Lindell himself. He's going through fights uh, every single day for our country. And uh, if you want to order from Patriots, I'm a pretty good Patriot. Mike Lindell's a pretty good Patriot. Use the promo code LFA. And if you want 20% off going to my store, then you must join our newsletter because in the newsletter every day is a code that you can get 20% off our store. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, here is your video of the day to leave you with a smile. Let's pop it up here. And uh, it's every young kid's dream to get pulled up on stage with their favorite singer, right? But this kid, this particular young boy has cancer, 
and he was pulled up on stage, and I always love these moments. But... Little boy named Cooper. You come all the way here. This is Luke Combs. I'm George. Just beat cancer, and he gets this celebration. If he could sing his favorite song with Cooper, how you doing? You hanging in there? So, what we're gonna do, Cooper, is we're gonna sing the chorus of Fastball one time, and all these beautiful people who are so happy that you're cancer-free can I get a high five on that? Come on. So I'm gonna help you. Jake, why don't you count us in? So I remember we were driving, driving in your car. Ladies and gentlemen, big shout out to Luke Combs. Not only is Luke Combs a great guy, but he's based as well. And I really want to give a big shout out. And I want to give a Smarty Award right now. Now, my daughter, Olivia, she's a huge country, song, a country music fan. Huge. Huge. Her dream is to go to a, her, a country concert, which we're going to take her to. But I'd like to give the Smarty Award today to the country artists who have backed Jason Aldean and have stood up over the past week and said at their concerts and in statements... We back Jason Aldean, and we feel that this country is in desperate need of God. You come try that in a small town. And they've rallied around him. So, ladies and gentlemen, Smarty Award of the Day, going to all those country artists that are sticking together, because they know. All right, folks, that's going to do it. So let me just tell you, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but guess what? There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Uh, coming up next is two hours of Kevin Smith filling in for Mike Crispy, and then, of course, his show, Loud Majority. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for everything. Thank you for your donations. Thank you for keeping us abor- uh, uh, on, on, uh, on air with your donations and your financial help. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face, and whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Peace out. the video on your way out. Rumble, 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 rumble. 2,000 of them. Let's go.